Hello and welcome to another episode of Five by Two. Five hot takes by two bros. Uh, <laughs> five bros, two hot takes. Five bros, two hot takes. Two, uh, go, get them mixed up. Okay, today, today, topic of the hour, five reasons why the NFL is too soft. Bam. Bam, that's right. Here we go. Okay, so, of course, we had to talk about this because both of our teams, uh, the Sean's Bengals, who are thugs, and my Packers, who whose defense... My Packers defense, who are not thugs, which oh, yeah. is kind of the funny thing because the Packers defense has been not great since they won the Super Bowl, and um, and they're the ones that are getting lit up um, among other among other players. So uh, we're going to talk about why the NFL is soft, and um, you need to start watching arena football. <laughs> <laughs> no, the new XFL when it comes. Out. And yes, yeah, or reruns of the old XFL. Okay, Sean. Okay, so the first reason why the NFL is soft is because they got sued by their former players. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, okay, so I think the NFL took a big hit when its former players, some of them quite well known, all right, sued the NFL. Well, also because they did ignore it for so long. Right, sued the NFL for for ignoring or not really making known the dangers of concussions. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have some of your best stars, like or I should say former stars, like speaking out against you, committing right, suicide, committing suicide, that really makes you look bad, mm-hmm. you know. And I think the NFL, um, mm-hmm. as they tend to do, they kind of overreact mm-hmm. in some ways. All right, they overreacted to that. Unless you hit a woman. Oh, <laughs> Ray Rice. <laughs> yeah, so they overreacted, or you could say overcorrected, mm-hmm. and they put rules in place. That were meant to protect the players, mm-hmm. all right. But they also, in ways, fundamentally change how the game is played. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons why people like watching football, I think, is its violent aspect. Mm-hmm. So, and it's a violent sport. I played it for ten years, high school or or middle school, all the way through college, right? So agreed. And I think I don't know how to say that. It's not very politically correct. I think there needs to be some room in our society for that. I mean, when you look throughout history, uh, there's always been a, some aspect of violent entertainment. Or, I mean, people are just surviving. If you're surviving, then you probably don't worry about watching a violent sport, sporting event. But, right. I mean, throughout, all throughout history, there were, there were different competitions that sometimes even replacing war, right? You know, instead of, instead of you know fighting people would fight in an arena or instead of killing thousands of people a few people would die so not that i think that that's a good idea but i think bring back gladiators right bring, yeah definitely um, american, gladiators. american gladiators blade <laughs> i don't remember any of those names but there's there's a there's always going to be a certain level of aggression in society and i think if you can mitigate it somehow i mean how many people get I think how many people transfer their frustrations onto a football game for better or for worse. Sometimes it's better. Sometimes it's worse. If you kick your dog after a football game, that is worse. Worse, right? There there's there's not fo- nothing's going to help you other right. than therapy. Projecting your anger. Right. Well. That that that's not helpful, but I I you know there's and that's probably not a popular statement. I mean, I think Well, we have there's a reason why we have violent sports. Like, I don't. I'm not saying I know the re- exact reason, but mm-hmm. 
we have boxing. Mm-hmm. You know, we have um, UFC. Mm-hmm. Right. We have wrestling, mm-hmm. which obviously is fake, but it's still violent. You can um, get hurt. Yeah, people get hurt. I mean, mm-hmm. remember like Steve Austin like broke his neck mm-hmm. or whatever when I was in high school. That was years ago. Mm-hmm. And then um, you have football and rugby. Those are sports that are, right. there's a lot of contact. And even in soccer, people like to see the contact. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's that appeals to our nature, right? And Totally. I, and but what does the NFL do? They got sued by the former players. You know what I mean? And then the former players are pushing more and more. They want Now they want more, like, um, I'm not saying they shouldn't have these things. I'm just saying this is what they want. They want more... Uh, like benefits, retirement benefits, and insurance and things like that. Yeah, that's you know? that's the NFL is notoriously bad at reacting to situations. I think sometimes they are still so dominant in some cases because of just circumstances with their you know how 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 well it's watched. And this year with the with the lack of the protests con- protest controversies, the NFL is doing great again. Like you listen to the, the ratings and they're higher than they've ever been. So there's there last year people said, oh, I'm not going to watch the NFL anymore. I'm only going to watch college, and uh, some people did. Some people did. Somehow that's not happening now, oh. and even it's not happening in the same way, right? Right. There might be still some people posting, oh, I'm not going to watch it because of this. But have you seen a report about anybody kneeling at a, a before a game? The first week I did. There was like I think I heard players. about like the, the the first week, but. It seems like that groundswell has just kind of started to... Well, I think it's because they don't show the anthem on TV. Which? And they can stay in the locker rooms. And just because it's like anything else, it goes in and out of popularity. Right. I, I hate to say that people are protesting because it's popular. That's not what I mean. But I'm saying that, like, the coverage of it... Right. I mean, it's all they talked about. And for people who aren't even in the middle politically, like I am, mm-hmm. it got super annoying. I just right. got tired of hearing about it. Exactly. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, even the news, like they wear a story out, and they're like, "Oh, we gotta find right. something else." It'll it cycle right. through. Right. It'll come back if President Trump tweets about it. He's, or he's too busy if, ticking off the UN. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or if, um, or if a really popular player were to, you know, what I mean, do it. Or, or when the when the trial when they go to because you know Colin Kaepernick is suing the NFL mm-hmm. when they when that goes to trial, um, right. that it'll bring it back then, but. It was the Nike thing, the timing of the Nike thing right. that really started this. Okay. Too soft because of the former players. Yeah. What else? What another reason why it's too soft? Yes. It's too soft because violence, this is kind of ties in lots of violence is become, has become politically incorrect. Mm. All right. Um, I'm not saying like criminal violence. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about sporting violence. You know, there there are people that just see, they see it as barbaric. There are mm-hmm. people that see it as, and these are people that have opinions that are, that have followings. You know, mm-hmm. I would say most people probably are don't really care, like either way. Right. You know, but there are people that are loud, have followings, and they really are. They really are kind of. I don't know. They're they're. I don't know how to put this. Their perspective is how everyone starts to see it. Make sense? Like, they're, they're the lenses for how people watch this. Sometimes. I think this happens so much now with social media. Yeah. Especially when an opinion, if some, there's some people that post opinions that are, that have a really strong emotional connection. And it's, you know, we know that people connect to a personal emotional anecdote 
more than they do general broad statistics, right? So that's why uh, you know they show when Sarah McLaughlin comes on and sings about uh, you know animals animal rescue. It appeals to an emotional an emotional response. Right. So like well, this past weekend it was. Um, you know, they were not that there's anything about, wrong with animal rescues. They were doing a story about Junior Sal, mm-hmm. right? Who was awesome. I had his jersey growing up, right? Junior Sal was like one of my favorite players. He was, he was a beast. He was, he was a beast. He was awesome. He was terrific. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember watching him like when they finally made it to the Super Bowl in like 96 or 95, the Chargers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they eventually played for um, Patriots. Patriots. And he, he later killed himself. Mm-hmm. And his family blamed. The, the contact, the physical contact, he, the concussions right. he, he had. And that was probably, that probably played a role, right? But there was so much other stuff that gets left out. And when you only see the image of Junior Sal, you know what I mean? Like kneeling or like, they make it, they almost make him look like a saint. Right. You know how he's depicted? Like, you know, with like the illuminated, the head, that's mm-hmm. one I saw. It, the, you said it has a, it, it brings, it draws some emotion out of it, you know right. what I mean? And it makes me think, wow, man, that guy was, I, I kind of, I wouldn't worship him, but he was like one of my football heroes, mm-hmm. you know, and he's dead, and he killed himself, no, but there was more to it. I mean, right. that, that guy, I, I, don't, I didn't know him personally, he had issues. Mm-hmm. Like, he cried when he retired, he wept, and I yeah. remember that on TV, because he did not want to stop playing football. Right. That was his, he felt his purpose yeah. in life, and it was gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He couldn't physically do it anymore, he couldn't keep up, and no team wanted him mm-hmm. after like 18 years of playing. Right. He had an awesome career. Yeah. And he couldn't move on from that. That definitely played a role in his depression, I would say. I would, I would agree. And you I, know, but and I that, think there that was part some left before, out. before that. Right. Just with his behaviors and erratic behaviors. But it was, I mean, we don't know if that was exactly All caused by his, his CTE. Um, right. So... You look at right now, just... We talked about the NFL's response. Look at what's happening with uh, Everson Griffin. Have you heard about this? Yes. In Minnesota? Yeah, they, they had... You have to ask yourself, what, if this, you know, is this tied to CT? hits that he's had, you know? And when they, when they did the autopsy on, um, what's his name from the Patriots, uh, the, in jail? Oh, uh, Hernandez? But he was a bad dude at Florida. He was a bad dude, but they also found, they found the stages, you know, the early stages of that, I mean... So right. who knows when that started started affecting him. I'm yeah. not saying that excuses. You, you can't, you know, things are complicated. You can't completely 100% say, well, Junior Seau did these things because of CTE. Well, that's, but that's how it's presented. Right, that's and because it's, it's a simple narrative. And right, and that's, it, it's easy to place the blame on... And the NFL is the on, in that narrative. The, the NFL is the is the villain because they right. they they did. I don't know if they suppressed it or they they ignored some of this mm-hmm. information. And but you know what? Doesn't common sense tell us though that concussions are bad? I mean, I grew up knowing that. Well, you know, so, if you hit your so head, long, get a headache. You know, it's not a good thing. I don't right? think. I think we underestimated how bad they were. I think I did, but I was also a kid. I, I mean, I wasn't getting paid millions of dollars either. Right. But how many how many players talked about in the past they would they would just say, Oh, did you get dinged up? Yeah. And if they could they could get get back on the field, they'd get back on the field. Right, when, they, they there's also some of them are playing because they love the money. But a lot of them are playing because they love the game and they love that part of it too. That's true. I think I think there's a lot there are playing. So I mean I wonder how the, of all those players who are sued in the NFL, I've always wondered this. How many of them, if they could go back, would undo it, would not play anymore? 
I bet you most of them wouldn't. Most of them would still play. Because it takes a certain kind of person to play football. I mean, that's that's really my belief. That's why, I like, a but lot I think of there are a lot of people now that I, that are it's it's the bunny. Yeah, well, they're getting yeah. I'd obviously I I you know it's it's they they like the they love the game. I think some of them love the game, but the money's most important. The money's the most. Fine. That's always the most important thing. But, but it was the most. But you know what? They 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 have a great life. I know. The, honestly, football players should get paid more. I think because their league makes so much money. And that's a whole they, they the ones guarantee that, contracts like right the that. ones that play because most of them don't play for that long right you know the average football player is not going to be in the league that long right and then he has to figure out what he's going to do with his life yeah but he still makes at least two hundred thousand dollars I know it's more than that isn't it I forget the what practice the practice squad guy are, makes like two hundred sixty thousand I'm not sure what the league minimum is yeah for veterans or for like first second year players but I mean it's a great paycheck but if you don't find something to do afterwards that only lasts for so long. Right. And if... But these, these guys went to college. It's not like they were, they're... It's not like the NFL's leaving them hanging and dry. Like, they have no skills. I get it that they... they if they're a good football player, they had to go to college. They need to take advantage of that time. You know what I mean? And graduate they, they should have. That they should have. But how many players go to college just to play football? Well, guess what? That's on them. Is it? Yes, in it is part, on I think it's on them, but it's also, uh, somewhat on, on, in part, on the university and the system, the way it's set up, that the, the college no. football is the feeder for the NFL. It, yeah, it is, but it's on them. It's on the player ultimately. I think in part. I don't think. I think. We, I think ninety percent. I think if you bring someone out of poverty, you give them a scholarship to play football. They've they've not been given the. They've not been taught the skills life skills they've come out of poverty they 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 come from a um there's a certain mindset that they've that they've grown up with and they're they're put in this position and they say it's about football and it i mean it's about an education but there's so many different things when they get to a big program well cardell jones tweeted the best I didn't come here to play school. So said, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Back in the day, former Ohio State quarterback. Well, I, I get what you're there saying. There is some man. personal responsibility, but when you're a 17, 18 year old that you know has never been taught, okay, here's here's what you need to think about for the next few years. Here's why this edu- why an education is important. I I I totally think there's personal responsibility, but there's also there's a lot of people who have had advantages of who whose parents said you need to get a college education and usually the people that are paying for these and and helping support these programs and encouraging these things are not the people who got these free rides so they were they 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 had to learn how to plan for the future because they weren't going to be able to rely on those physical gifts to get them in the door that's another subject and we need to move on to the next one because that's that's yeah i think we both we both can talk can about that. worms that one, right? Right. Let's talk That's about a, let's talk about five five things wrong with the, the NCAA next time. I think we talk <laughs> about that every podcast. <laughs> What's wrong with the well, NCAA? Okay, so my third one, all right, we've all kind of talked about is is the media coverage of the mm-hmm. NFL. Has it gotten me softer? Really? I mean, like some of the rules are softened up, but I, I feel like I kind of heard Ryan Rosillo, who does I listen to his podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of talked about this in a podcast, how 
media wants it both ways. And he works at ESPN, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he was basically saying, we at ESPN, we want it both ways. We like the violent part of it. Right. And we demand, but at the same time, we also demanded changes to right. it. But when the NFL makes those changes, we ridicule them for it. You know what right. I mean? And they all, so all the analysts ridicule them for changing the game, they change the game. And I agree with the analysts when they say it, because if you can't uh, tackle a, a quarterback from the front, basically, without it being a penalty, because you can't stop your weight from falling on them, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, you're changing the game, it, right? Dramatically, yes. So I think the rule is stupid. But the NFL did that rule because star players, Aaron Rodgers, all right, got hurt, and they didn't want to see Brett Hundley <laughs> right for twelve games, you know what I mean, and the product suffer, and also they want to, and they change the head, the targeting rules and things like that, where they right. throw guys out if they don't want people to get concussions as bad and, and sue them later. But also, they also want play people to keep playing. They don't want kids playing pee wee. Their parents say no, you can't play, right. or right. you can't play in middle school or high school because of the concussion. Right, and that there Which are is, parents that's, that's happening. definitely happening, and they, I don't think it's a huge number yet but that number is growing every year I, oh i think I mean, it's definitely there's going to be you're going to start feeling the impact we work with kids you have kids that play sports they're not middle school age now right and i we both coached football for a long time and we i know I, every year there's students i have in my class who say i'm not allowed to play football and it, that number grows every year it's it's not a huge number yet but it's continuing to grow i think it will continue to grow i'm and so part of this is the NFL I think, trying to stop that and the reason it grows is because we only, I mean, most time, how many people actually have time to research any of this stuff, though? Correct, yeah. You know what I mean? So they just go by what they hear off the, the news, and, and Buzz, I do that, Buzzfeed too. Buzzfeed list. But the CTE thing, there's, the research is still, like, inconclusive. If you look into it, man, like, like there's still a lot it, of research it, to be done. It may be, but I don't, I just, I think it's, it's hard to stop it. I, I don't, I don't, I think they're probably, I don't think, I don't think they're going to find out, oh, wait, we were wrong. I no, think no, no, it's no. it's definitely damaging. But they might find out that there there's people who didn't play football have CTE. They, I mean, there's people that right. played baseball have CTE. That maybe, but I don't think it's going to be the same number. Well, we're going to find out. Well, we hopefully we'll find out because those – actually, Ryan was still his podcast. He talked about this. And he brought up statistics. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't remember the – I don't want to say it. I'll have to look it up. I wasn't really prepared for that part, the CTE thing. Mm. But um, mm. he kind of – he said that the research that – he looked into basically said that the link that they're saying isn't really as strong as what they're saying it is. And now that I, I would I would not be surprised if the if the, the it's been overblown. That's and, what I mean. And, that's what he was saying. I could I I wouldn't be surprised if that were the case. I I still think it's going to show that there's there's a definite impact. I what I find interesting and I heard this today and I I mean it makes sense but it kind of summed it up for me is on Mike and Mike they talked about the fact that these rules for eliminating these head to head hits and uh, using your head those were all those all made sense and you know they might have been hard to to get people to to change the way they play but tackling someone with your head on the side makes sense it's actually a better tackle right right but the tackles some of these tackles have been what we've been teaching kids and players from peewee up to the pros how to tackle textbook hits right that clay matthews hit on kirk cousins was a beautiful perfect tackle and um it didn't put him at danger for a head-to-head contact or, or you know these these for a concussion it was just a good hit 
and they said that the, the, the quarterbacks are, are being protected because they're assets. So the other things are because of health issues. Right. You don't want people that are having brain trauma later in life. And, you know, but the, the, these, these rules are to protect assets. Why do you not want to see Brett Hundley? It's not as, not as fun to watch. He's not as good. He also doesn't bring in the viewers and the money, and it's about money. Quarterbacks are money for the NFL and their assets. And Boom, drop the mic. Yeah, you don't want to damage an asset. And I, when, I, when you look at it, you think, I would much rather have you know, a torn ACL than my, my brain's turned to mush. A lot of football players might not think like that because they, they don't want to get hit in the knees. Right. But, you know, an injury you can recover, an, a, a knee injury you can recover from, but brain injuries... That's how us average Joe sees it. That's how we see it, yeah. But the players don't see it that way, man. Like, they would... Not saying they would rather get in the head. They don't want to get those knee injuries. Those are the career knee injuries. Those, those are career injuries, mean? right. But now concussions are becoming career mm-hmm. And they, they should. But some of those... I mean, I... I I had concussions when I played football, definitely. And there was times that I probably should have, like, said, uh, probably should have sat out. You know what I mean? And 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 we didn't take concussions as seriously back then. Our, you know I mean? That was just what we didn't do. And I get that. We, we definitely improved. And I think it's a good thing. But isn't there... There's an aspect of you, you know what you're doing when you get started. Do you know what I mean now? And yeah. it's kind of like well, how I see people who start smoking nowadays, like... Why do you start smoking when you know what the what the risks are? Yet people still smoke. You know, are kids you, are still you start smoking. Are you playing football to smoking? <laughs> no, I'm just saying like people play football, they know what the risk is. Should be a surgeon general's warning on a football helmet. <laughs> there will be soon. Yeah. I can see that. Okay, do you have any more? We need to wrap up. I think that's four. We is that four? We need one more. I, my three big ones I gave you already. Yeah, and I think the whole I think that quarterbacks are assets. I think that's a big one. That is a and big one. And I think the the next question is what what are they going to do next? The the I, the the media has been so angry about this. Even the media, like you said, the media they kind of tear you they tear you up to lift you up to tear you down. Yeah. And they're they they they're, they were at everybody's heels about concussions, and now when the NFL. But here's the thing: the NFL made those rule changes previously to because of concussions now they're making these rule changes not because of concussions because of protecting because assets. of protecting the asset which when the quarterbacks are saying we don't want to be treated like this then because they're not going to listen to defenders right. right when quarterbacks are saying you know yeah but every time they get hit what do they do they look at the ref for for a flag so yeah they say and the game's over and they've won or because of or they lost because of it but they don't say every Aaron time Rogers, they get hit, man. Aaron Rodgers didn't look at the yeah. But I saw Ben Roethlisberger got hit, and what do you do? First thing, he looks for the flag. You know what I mean? Well, he's one that probably has, has <laughs> been under flagged. And, yeah, he is under flag because he yeah. He's the big, same Cam Newton. Like but the what's bigger, gonna right? Because they they beat the crap out of Cam Newton, and, and they don't they hardly ever call it. So that's that's the other problem I think is just the inconsistency, and uh, what what what's next? I mean, how there's there's going to be a progression at some point. Um, is the quarterback going to wear a red jersey in the game like he does practice? <laughs> in practice? And, um, you know, how does that – then a quarterback – the quarterbacks are going to get upset because if you – Get touched. You get touched, start. then they can't try and scramble and get out of stuff and you don't have great plays because we have to shut it down 
So there's a, there's a whole lot going on there. And the best thing to do is just let me tackle. Go back to how it was last year. As long as you, as long as you're not launching into their faces and or cheap I could, and I could see, you know, picking them up and slamming them on the ground. Okay, I that's something that you can maybe. It might be hard to make that call, but there's a difference between falling on them and slamming them well, to the ground. But it's your boy and Rogers' why, and he got that guy fell on him, right? Griffith. Well, that was from, that was a little bit different. That's not. He was out of the pocket. It was different. Was, I mean, it was. But he still. That's that, that's the reason he, why. It was a little bit. It was almost. It was almost a late hit. I think it was a late hit. Now, when I when I think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> no, but the, um, the, but that's the reason why. Because he's, he's the, mo- the most valuable. Probably the most valuable. I, quarterback I, the thing about that that play is I don't think that play should have been flagged. No, it, it shouldn't. Would, have been. And I I think that was a it was clean just a play free thing. It was. I think my biggest problem is that Barr did not show enough respect afterwards. He's. He doesn't have the cachet that Aaron Rodgers does. You have to respect that. So I think, um, well, like you said about how it's been 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 flagged and consider it's been called inconsistently. Right. I think you're exactly right. I think that when because uh, I saw in the first game when uh, when Andrew Luck came back, like they called it against Carlos Dunlap twice. They had two of his sacks taken away, right? And he had three in the game. That's taken away a huge part of the game, right? And they were crucial times, and he mm-hmm. got sacks, and they were just. You know, I mean, if that had been like Andy Dalton get hit like that, or Joe Flacco, or an, right. a quarterback that's not as valuable to his team, he's not as known as well known, yeah. You know what I mean, and did, it wasn't returning from like a year's right. worth of injury. Would they have gotten those calls? Would they got? The, I don't think they. Well, would. and the other thing is, uh, the then the last thing I should end with is what is what if they don't do something about it? What is this going to lead to? Because there's there's unintended there's always unintended consequences like. Like the Dolphins' uh, defensive tackle that tore his ACL, trying, trying to not to tackle the wrong way, right? The wrong way, quotation marks. <laughs> so, but what are they going to do? They'll find a way. Like, what if they don't try and wrap up and just try and shove the quarterbacks, This not, not the Ben Roethlisberger's, but right. say an Aaron Rodgers. They just come in, they try and shove them down. What if, what if they come in and they try and do like some kind of wrap up and slam them down? Right, you know, if like yeah, almost like a wrestling move. Yeah, so I was thinking, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? They come around, and they almost like try and do a cowboy, and then you might have some head injuries because they're getting slammed to the ground that way. There's no good way to. Or what if they come in and they just go for the arm, and then you'll have maybe some shoulder injuries. That's why yeah. rotator cuffs or what broken I, what arms. What happens when the guy's going to throw a pass, like you said, and the guy's just strip sack and he tears a short, and they, right. then he's out for a year. Right. You know, and he made everybody never play, play again. Exactly. Right. Th- those things are going to happen. So, well, that's all for now. Let's end on a, on a high note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, we'll uh, come back next week. The lunch cast. Lunch cast. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Peace.